live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. And you know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. It is 11 a.m. on the East Coast. What is that, 9 a.m.? No, 8 a.m. on the West Coast. You guys get up early to watch Live from America out there. No wonder we drink our coffee and slurp, slurp all morning long. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Today is September 7th, year of our Lord, 2021. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and I want to thank you for watching Live from America. As I come to you from the live free or die state of New Hampshire, I love every single one of you so very much. I monitor the chat as much as I possibly can, and while I'm getting ready for the show, while I'm gearing up for the show, I'm reading comments, and I see how you guys interact with each other, and it's truly great. I even see sometimes disagreements arguments that you guys have and guess what you do you figure it out like adults and you don't end up hating each other and leaving and blocking each other that's the great thing about america one thing that the democratic party is is nothing but robots they're just robots hi abortion uh kill babies uh wear masks uh pay big taxes uh uh the government's in charge Eh, 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 eh. and they all have the same talking point the same ideas the same tired narrative constantly over and over again screaming at the sky and tds as if some 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 super you know lgbtq denomination superhero is going to come out of the sky with a pink hat on and a pink cape and swoop them up out of this fascist life in which they live but we as republicans as conservatives as christians we can have debate we don't think exactly alike That is why the Republican Party has never been as one mobile unit as the Democrats. And we don't have to dumb ourselves down to be that one mobile unit. We can just do it in a more intelligent way. But we do have disagreements, and we do have arguments, and we do have debates, and we do talk through things. Like adults. (laughs) It's just amazing how many people out there. And you know, that's kind of what my newsletter was tied to this morning. It's kind of what my, I mean, in a way, it was kind of what my newsletter was tied to this morning. Uh, Guys, please, while we're getting ready to do some shout-outs here on Rumble and on YouTube and many other platforms, please, share the video. Do it like you used to do it. Let's get some action, action, action going. And let's see that eight, 9,000 people that we used to see here in Rumble right before I went on the road. And that's the other thing, too, is when I go on the road, so many positive things come out of it and so much work is done, so much... Uh, godly work and and and, and uh, you know country work is done, family work is done while I'm out on the road, but it does screw people's cycle up a little bit, and they don't know is he, he going to be is he going to be on today? Is he not going to be on today? And the goal, the goal is to never uh, never ever ever miss an episode. Almost impossible to do on the road though. That's why I was given at least one show a day because the other parts of the day were traveling. You know what I mean? It's just it's really rough. But again, let's get back to that for a minute. If you notice, the Democratic Party, they are there. The reason why they're one massive cohesive unit is because they don't think any differently. What would you like me to say? Okay, I'll agree with that. What would you like me to say? Oh, okay, I'll agree with that one. So while you guys are sharing the video and getting into your groups on your Facebooks and all that, if you're still there, presuming you're still there, or assuming you're still there, excuse me, uh, also share it to your Telegrams and, and others as well because there's plenty of people flooding to those uh, platforms. Um, let me know where you're from. So I can shout your real name out. Sometimes on Rumble, it's just it's just code names, and I don't really I can't put a I can't put a face to it. Uh, but as I meet some of you guys and I get your real names, I can start putting faces to names. But on on uh, YouTube, we've got Patricia Burns watching. Sharon Miller, good morning, Sharon Miller, excuse me, from Minnesota. Christy Burns says I will probably have to watch the replay because so busy at work and may miss most of the show. It's okay, it's okay. It'll be here when you're ready. It'll be here when you're ready. Don't worry. We're not going anywhere. Rosemary Winget is in the building. Janae Coleman, God bless you. Roxy from California. Brenda Hines is in the building. We've got, ooh, we've got a birthday. Happy birthday to Calpurnia. Calpurnia. 
Is it her name? I think that's the person's name. God bless you and happy birthday. Uh, let's see. Rita says she's not taking the booster. Nope, the only boosters at my house are for my four-year-old. When we go to a restaurant, she needs to sit higher. Carol, the cowgirl from California. Linda from Missouri. God bless. Happy birthday, Sandy. Apparently, it's Sandy's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sandy. Happy birthday to you. Here's a toast of... Uh, Toast to Java to your birthday, Sandy. God bless you. Let's see who else we got in here. Jan from the Sunshine State. Vicky from Baltimore. Thank you for watching. Aaron from Michigan. Of course, we've got the beautiful, wonderful Amanda Collins watching on uh, YouTube from Florida. Uh, who else we got here? We've got Jean True and Becky Jenkins says happy birthday as well. Capernia, it's, ha it's happy birthday to her as well. Kevin from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Judy from Ohio. Lori Bohan, Bohan from Florida. And Sarah from Dearborn, Michigan. That's a place we haven't heard really a lot about lately. Dearborn. Can you give us a little insight in the comment section? Uh, what's happening in Dearborn, Michigan? Because uh, we haven't talked about that place for a while. And I know it was a hotbed for... Um, for the Islamic uh, refugees and the people who are just fleeing and trying to come to America and change America. Darlene from Michigan is watching too. And let's see, a couple more here because I miss you guys. Lauren from Pennsylvania is watching. And Sharon from Mystic, Connecticut. God bless you. God bless every single one of you for not only watching, but sharing sharing the video, force multiplying, getting it out there, and, uh, and for ultimately getting the show on Real America's Voice News, which I hear is doing great. There's going to be a little bit of uh, bumps and bruises as we try to figure out how to merge um, the show with the with the uh, with the platform. But I think Real America's Voice is great. You know what they have not done? They've not called me one time. They've not sent me an email, one email. They've not sent me a text message or or phone called uh, me at all to tell me, eh, maybe you might want to tone that down a little bit. No, no, no. If anything, they're like, hey, uh, keep doing you. Keep doing you because that's what people want to hear. So it's really great. Um, I'd also like to... I got, some, I got a lot of letters in the mail while I was gone. And I got some packages. I got three packages down there that I haven't opened yet. But I do want to give some shout-outs to the folks that I did open your letters last night and your cards, which were really great. Um, Steven and Christine Beeler, thank you for the card and your donation. We've got um, Diane Swanson, also sent a letter and a donation. Jay and Connie Cutberth sent in a donation. Thank you very much. Sophia Top actually resumed her monthly donations after she was going through some some times there, but she resumed. So, she, so we got a boomerang donor. So God bless you, Sophia. I appreciate that. We've got Kevin and Kim Lynn. They sent in their, a donation. KB um, KB Sherwin sent an, a nice sizable donation for the for the growth of the studio. And of course, Gilbert um, Gilbert Somerville sent in a donation. James Miller sent in a donation specifically for the new studio. So God bless and thank you. And folks, there will be no commercial breaks today for the 11 o'clock show. Why? Because there's just too much to get through. I can't afford to take a two-minute break four times a show when there's this much to get through. So God bless. I mean, uh, thank God for the fact that we do two shows a day. Sharon Ross says, new variant. The Mew Ratface named it. Yeah, I know. I talked about it last night. We got to be very careful. We're keeping the very close eye on the Mew variant. Oh, yeah. Well, you keep your close eye on the Mew variant. You keep talking about it all over. Honestly, it's fake news. It's the fake, fake news media. And I'll just keep living my life. Traveling, being overweight, being middle-aged, and not catching COVID. Because I got, you know. Pretty good immune system. Thank God for that, too. Um, let's get right to the verse of the day, folks, because um, the last couple days I feel like God has really directed me towards these verses a little bit more than usual. And um, I think it's definitely time that we dig deeper into verses and really get to the meaning of what the verses are about so that we can pass those seeds on a little bit more, mm, with a little bit more determination, with a little bit more um, haste, because we don't know tomorrow's going to be here. We don't know if we have time to get the gospel out or not. So we just got to get it out every chance we can get. So I titled the morning um, newsletter, We Harvest What We Plant. We Harvest What We Plant. Now the, now the funny thing about this newsletter this morning is I was actually going to put out a different newsletter. I was going to put out a newsletter. 
it was still in Galatians because I was reading Galatians. But I was going to put out a newsletter that, that was more towards about being free from bondage and free from slavery. And I was going to tie that to the bondage that we are seeing today. Um, but as I kept reading Galatians, this specific, these specific verses that I put in the newsletter really stuck out to me. And when they really stick out to me and they call, they call me by name and they're like, hey, yo, over here. Those are the ones that I end up gravitating to. So verse of the day, Galatians 6, 1 through 3. And it says this, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptations yourself. Share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself, and you are not that important. Powerful verse. A powerful verse about how we as Christians not only treat non-believers, but fellow Christians who have maybe gone astray. One thing that I've seen for years, especially since my personal journey with Jesus, is Christians telling other people that they aren't Christians because of X, Y, and Z. It was one of the things that actually turned me off the most when I gave my life to the Lord. I couldn't believe that people actually thought they knew more about someone enough to know the magnitude of their personal relationship with Jesus. Even worse, they would almost turn their noses up at others because they didn't act like them or do their rituals to worship and honor Christ. This turns so many people off from wanting a relationship with Christ or even to be part of something way bigger than themselves. Especially if they are new to this enlightenment. The only way for us to save this country and ourselves is to have strength in numbers and be a true cohesive unit for God. Remember we talked about that cohesive unit in the beginning of the show? Democrats, how we differ from Republicans because they are one cohesive unit. Our cohesive unit does not need to be in trusting each other. Our cohesive unit does not need to be in following the other person just because they have the same Republican values as you do. Our cohesive unit needs to be only in God. And we already have, we're already 10,000 steps ahead of, of the Democrats and their cohesive unit in each other. You understand how the two correlate now? How the two compare to each other? I'm not done yet though, okay? One cohesive unit for God. To be a soldier of God means the same as a soldier for your country. No man left behind, Joe Biden, and we are only as strong as our weakest link. When one of us is hurt or harmed or in need of help, we do whatever it takes to get him to safety. The same can be said about helping someone finding their way back to the holy path. We have to inspire each other. We have to let people know that we are here for them when they need us, and we have to lead by example rather than to tear somebody down or point fingers at them. Everything we need to do is in the Bible. Everything that we need to accomplish, what I'm talking about, is in the Bible. We have the blueprint. Friends, if we stay strong in our faith and we don't waver, then we can truly bring people back to the light of Christ and in the end, save more souls. Because that is what God calls us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Rita, for that $5 on Rumble Rants. God bless you. All that little bit helps, I can tell you that. That's revenue that I never expected for this company, and it really takes a, um, uh, takes what I'm able to do to another level. So thank you very much. And for all, excuse me, all of you who have done that recently, it's, it's, it's a blessing. It really is a blessing. And now, folks, the Lord's Prayer. My hair is probably an absolute disaster. Um, let me see. It's all right. It's all right. Get a haircut tomorrow. Uh, folks, and, and, and yesterday um, we asked for some prayers for some of the Live from America family members who are dealing with family issues. You know, whether it be their bloodline or people who married into their family. And while we say the Lord's Prayer, we have to think of those people that ask us to pray for them and kind of keep them in mind, keep them in our soul and in our, in our spirit 
as we focus on the cross because it's all tied together. Romans 8 to 8, right? All things work together for good. God has all things working together for good. So when we say the Lord's Prayer and we think about what it really means when we're saying it, let's also keep in mind the people that ask us to pray for them because every one of us could use a prayer from the other one of us. <laughs> so here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And folks, do not forget to pick up your Can't Beat God t-shirt on JeremyHarrell.com right now. I know that my wife is the one handling that, and some of you uh, who ordered, uh, she said that there were some sizes that were not available. Well, that's because I took a lot of them on the road with me. So I'm now back, and there are still sizes available for pretty much everybody. Um, so uh, just if you've, if, you've, uh, if you've already emailed my wife and you're waiting for that uh, to come in, she's probably going to handle that today and or tomorrow. Uh, so just make, sh- just make sure that uh, you keep in contact with her. And if you do order a new You Can't Beat God t-shirt, uh, she'll get it right out to you. We have men's and women's, so make sure when you check out the store or when you go on JeremyHerald.com, you get the either the, the unisex or the v-neck, okay? And I think that the, the, the women's shirts run a little small, just my opinion. All right, folks, no breaks today. So I hope you can keep up with me talking for the next, mm, I don't know, 42 minutes straight. Maybe a sip, sip of coffee here and there. But I'm really going to need all your attention. I'm really going to need all your focus. And I'm really going to need you guys to share the video out. Really got to get these out there. Okay, folks, here we go. First and foremost, I want to start with what I did not get in yesterday. And it's also going to be the Smarty Award. So let's just go ahead and cue the Smarty music real quick, just so that we can introduce the Smarty to the right people. September 7th, Year of Our Lord 2021 on Live from America. The Smarty Award is going to go to Remington. Remington, folks. Great American company. Been in business for a very, very, very long time. Well, Remington, because of laws passed in states like New York and Connecticut and others, um, are now able to be sued because they are a gun manufacturer. Now think of how far this goes, folks. Before I even get started on this, think about how far this can go. Where do we draw this line? Okay? Where do we draw the line? Because if we can start suing, all right, if we can start suing manufacturers for people dying because of the thing that they manufactured, can we sue Ford? Can we sue Chevy? Can we sue bathroom cleaning products? Can we sue Clorox and bleach? Can we sue anybody if somebody accidentally gets, you know, or, 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 or gets hurt or gets injured or dies because of, you know, being in a car crash or what happens if a child gets under the counter and drinks, you know, uh, cleaning supplies. Can we just sue everybody because of personal choice? Can we sue everybody because of, um, what about the person who's walking across the street and a Tesla hits them? What, can we sue Tesla? There's no fault of that lady on the street. Thank you, Sharon Roth. God bless you for that $100 donation. No, folks, we cannot. We cannot start suing everybody for everything. And this all started back in the, uh, what was it, the 90s, when that lady sued McDonald's for spilling coffee on herself because it was hot. Well, duh. (laughs) You know what I mean? But yet we can't sue Pfizer if we get Guillain-Barre syndrome. We can't sue Pfizer if we get... um, uh, you know, uh, a swelled up heart, uh, swelled up limbs. We can't sue these vaccine companies if we get some kind of rash or some kind of, um, uh, you know, I don't know, anything. All these side effects that these vaccine vaccinations are causing. Myocarditis, swelling of the limbs, um, you know, blood clotting, rashes, 
uh, skin literally peeling off. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. We can't sue them, though, right? Isn't that weird? But here we go, Remington. Let's talk about the Remington story real quick. Because now, ladies and gentlemen, we know that they are trying to go after Remington so that they can, if they can't stop people from making guns, well, then they can just do the cancel culture thing. And they can go right at you uh, with lawsuits so that where you can't, uh, where you can't afford to stay in business anymore. Is that what we want? Well, Remington is now being sued by the Sandy Hook family victims. Now that the new law is in effect in, so, in, in, in many states, um, gun violence victims are able to go right towards the manufacturer, sue the manufacturer to basically try to put them out of business. However, it's going to backfire. It's going to backfire. It already is backfiring. You want to know why? Check this out. Because Remington has demanded the names of all the children who were shot. They've demanded all of the school faculty names and pull their work records um, uh, all the way up to present day, uh, or that were present that day, excuse me. They want all school video footage taken anywhere that might pertain to what was seen or, or, or who might have been on camera that day. They want the bus driver's names. They want phone numbers and, and, and addresses and, and places to contact these people. They have filed subpoenas to retain report cards, attendance lists, and much, much more. However, this is the weird part. Check this out. The attorney who is representing these Sandy Hook family victims, I almost put that in quotes, but I won't just quite yet. The attorney who's representing these families has argued against all of that information that Remington has subpoenaed. And their reason for arguing against it is because it's an invasion of privacy to release these records. But unfortunately for this attorney and for these victims and these families, what is working against them is it's actually routine in a wrongful death lawsuit for the defense team to subpoena education and medical records to determine what damages. The only way to determine actual damages from a lawsuit like this, a wrongful death lawsuit, is to be able to have all the information possible as the defendant to make sure that what these people are suing for, there's an actual dollar amount associated with that amount of damage. So you tell me, ladies and gentlemen, the, one, the, the, the very story that ended up getting the, the, the first one of us censored and silenced. Remember Alex Jones? Alex Jones is still doing his thing. He, he, he's much like uh, myself. He's a fighter, and he's got the audience to make sure that he'll land somewhere where he can still bring them the news. Okay? But here's the weird thing. That Sandy Hook story where he was calling the victims liars and where he was telling the, the said that there, there was a false flag, that it was something put together by the government, that actually was the catalyst in which social media companies started banning everybody. And they banned him first. Why? Now back then, take a slurp here real quick. Back then, when they banned Alex Jones... Even we, even we thought for a minute, well, if he's really saying this stuff and it is that much of a lie, well, then it is really causing harm to these families and blah, blah. Even we were tricked. And I'm not saying that we were or we weren't. But at the time, even we didn't realize that fake news was as much as fake news, as bad as fake news really is. Even we didn't realize that these social media companies were actually banning and silence, silencing people based on their political preference. We didn't realize the severity back then of what they're doing right now. We thought that there may be some truth to the fact that they're banning this guy. But now, looking back on it, hindsight being 2020, and again, I'm not saying that Alex Jones was right or wrong. What I'm saying is looking back on everything, knowing what you know right now, and real and knowing that you know that they ban you and that they flag things as false and that they put you know filters up or they have fact checkers on things 99% of the stuff that they're fact checking is true so if you look at i mean i wouldn't say 99% whatever the percentage is it's really high okay so whatever that percentage is but let's just say it's 
Let's just say it's 90%. So if 90% of the stuff that the fact checkers are, are flagging is true, and 90% of the stuff that you're getting banned or kicked off from social media for is true, then you look back on this and you go, hmm, was maybe he onto something? Because the only thing that makes me think that is when you go right to the story and the attorney representing the families argued that they don't want these records released because it violates privacy. Well, I'm sorry. You used these school shootings, whether they were false flags or not, you used them as a base to take more of our God-given freedoms. Putting security guards in school, putting metal detectors in school, patting children down when they get to school. Oh, but let's not put cameras in classrooms. Oh, let's not do that. It's only convenient for them when it's convenient for them. But now that we see that this lawyer is trying everything he can to not release school records, not release health records, not release autopsy reports, not release phone numbers, video footage, locations, all of that stuff, why not? If you're really trying to get to the bottom of this, then why wouldn't you find the truth? It's the same reason they don't want to do forensic audits in Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia. It is the same reason that they don't want us to dig in and really find the receipts, really find out what happened. When they're trying to hide something that is supposed to be just cut and dry, that is supposed to be just you finding the truth, well, then you know they're up to something or that they're hiding something. Lisa says HIPAA. Well, the problem with that is that there's an actual, there's a lawsuit. There's a lawsuit that could literally cripple Remington. And in that lawsuit, they are a defendant. And they have the right, since they are claiming wrongful death, they have the right to comb over those medical records. They're the defendant in a case where the plaintiffs or the people that are suing are literally basing the whole lawsuit on the health, or lack thereof, depending on what really happened, to these kids. See what I'm saying? So folks, the fact that this company does not, I mean, that this, these lawyers do not want to turn over this, these, uh, these records, not only is eye-opening, but should tell you everything you need to know when you when you now know what you know about that would be another example of as you say fake news and now that you know everything you know about the big tech media and now that you know everything about uh, what happened in the election what say you that's what I'd like to know tell me in the comment section on social media what say you <laughs> and and thinking back on it folks they get back on it. That's exactly what got Alex Jones banned. That is exactly what got Alex Alex Jones banned. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Um, so Remington is going to get the Smarty Award of the day for actually putting their back against the corner and saying, okay, okay, if you're going to sue us for something that we had nothing to do with, then we want to find out exactly what happened on that tragic day where... Sandy Hook School was shot up. Wendy Wilson says, when you file a lawsuit, you set yourself up to scrutiny and exposure. Exactly. Same reason why we should be loving the fact that Dominion is still moving forward with the lawsuit against Mike Lindell and against my pillow. By the way, every time they attack anybody that has a business, we go to that business and we prop them up. If they attack Mike Lindell, we go buy stuff. Whether you put in my promo code or anybody else's. If they attack Patriot Foods, and once Patriot Foods starts coming out and, and getting those brick and mortar stores up, made in America only, you don't think the left is going to attack that? You don't think the left is going to try to tear that down and say, this is a nation of immigrants, and where these people come from is a part of their heritage, and to you it should be more important than it is the own, your own heritage. So b by selling only made in America stuff, you're a racist. That's coming. And when it does, guess what we do? We buy more stuff from Patriot Foods. By the way, when you guys do go to Patriot Foods or, or MyPillow, the promo code is LFA for Live from America. Gets you discounts and helps this show out as well. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about where we're at with Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, all this election fraud, forensic audits that are way overdue. Let's bring you up to speed on that. I just talked to 
Senator Mastriano's office this morning. It looks like um, Jake the Snake Corman is up to his rhino um, tricks again. And I'm hearing reports from anybody who's anybody out of Pennsylvania that they have no plans, no real solid plans on doing a 100% forensic audit. So I spoke with the guy, uh, Josh, who books all of Senator Mastriano's appearances on shows, and uh, we're going to get, we're finally, finally going to get Doug Mastriano here. Look, I don't want to have a question and answer segment with Doug, Doug Mastriano like you, like you see on these news stations. The thing about Life from America, when we bring people here, we let them speak. I want the, it's, it's, it's kind of like an old sales tactic, and I've talked to you about this before. When you're selling, you're not talking. You allow the customer to talk as much as they want. Because what is the customer doing when they're talking and talking and talking and talking? A, they're letting you know exactly who they are and what their personality is. And B, they're telling you everything that you, you want to know anyway. And that's just sales. You just let them talk. People love to talk. Look at me. I got a show where that's all I do. You know what I'm saying? So the same thing goes with people who are in office or running for office. Let them talk. Let them sell what they're selling. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it lets you find out who they really are. And when I talked to Josh this morning, I said, look, when we have him on, I just want him to tell us what exactly to do. Because we, outside of the state of Pennsylvania, have no idea how to really help because we're getting mixed messages. I know that there's audit to vote PA um, petition. I, I get that. We've talked about that a lot here. I know that Jake the Snake Corman is being a rhino. I know that. But how can we immediately affect some change right now to move this forward? That is what I want uh, Doug Mastriano to come on here and, t and talk about. So hopefully we'll get him on soon. There's a number of other guests that I'm getting on as well. Garland Favorito from, from GA. We're going to be bringing him on to talk exactly about voter fraud that's happening down there as well. I got a chance to talk to him when I was down in Georgia last week. It was great. But here we are with, uh, that's where we are with Pennsylvania, is, is Jake the Snake Corman has no intentions on doing anything that we want him to do. Grammy says you have to question, you can't just let them talk. I didn't say I wouldn't question. I said it's not just going to be a one minute question, one minute answer, one minute question, one minute answer. It's talk about a subject and then let them get out what they need to get out. Bring up another subject and let them get out what they need to get out. And at any time in that talking or rambling or whatever that they do, where they say something that is of interest, where we really want to know about, we chime in and we say, "Okay, let's talk about that for a minute. Let's let's speak about that." But why you don't? Why you get the same talking heads on all of these stations like Hannity and all that? It's saying the same thing. Every time you see Lindsey Graham, he's saying the same thing. Every time you see Kevin McCarthy, he's saying the same exact thing over and over again. And you're like, you know what? We just heard this yesterday. Oh, we just heard this yesterday. Grammy says, Jeremy, that is not even right. You have to ask questions. You can't just let them talk. That's how we got in, the, in this mess. You're not understanding what I'm saying, Grammy. You're not understanding what I'm saying. Um, I'm saying something completely different than that. Um... I'm trying to I'm trying to get make I'm trying to get this out as as easy as I can, um, so you can understand it. Yes, we got in this mess by letting politicians talk. How we get out of this mess is by directing the conversation into letting them talk about who they really are and what they really need to, done, not the talking points that you see on Hannity and stuff. We got in this mess because we only do the same old tired question, answer, question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. You need you find out a lot about somebody when you have a conversation with them. That's all I'm saying. You find out a lot more about somebody and about who they really are when you have a physical conversation with them. And that's what I'm trying to get to. Looks like we lost about 2,000 people on social media. Um, definitely want to make sure that we are still live and we're still okay. Where we are with Wendy Rogers. Let's talk about that real quick in Arizona. She put out a tweet, actually two tweets. The first tweet was, was um, yesterday. She said to be very patient. The public audit is definitely coming for everybody. She said, I promise you, this is real. Keep the faith. That was a direct quote from Wendy Rogers. Now, here's another tweet that she just put out last night. She said, holy smokes, we are at 663,458 signatures right now. What is she talking about? She's talking about the decertification 
uh, petition that she's got going that she needed 1 million signatures. Just two weeks ago, she had 250,000. She had a third of what she has right now. She's up to 663,000. We need to push that up to a million. She said, holy smokes, we're at 663,458 signatures right now. Things are really taking off. Let's get to the 1 million as soon as possible. The audit results are coming soon. More states are coming online. Timing, timing, timing. Wow, it looks like we just lost the entire, the entire um, uh, crowd on Rumble. Went from 5,000 to 1,500. Someone is hacking. Telegram knocked off. Yeah, okay. Well, just try to come back in. Just try to come back in because I'm watching it live on multiple different things right now. So just come back in. But yes, she says the it's all about timing. If the audits are coming soon and more states are coming online to get ready to do this, i.e. Wisconsin, which we already know they're moving forward with. We know they're moving forward with, with Wisconsin. We know Georgia has been in kind of a slow, stuck-in-the-mud situation right now. But they're coming out of that as well. They're coming out of that as well. So when they come out of it and they start their forensic audit, at the same time as Wendy Rogers reaches $1 million to decertify and her forensic audit comes out to the public, that's when you're going to see things happen so fast we're not even going to be able to keep up. We're not even going to be able to keep up. So those are your updates with Arizona and, um, and Pennsylvania. And now... What I wanted to talk about yesterday with Florida. Hold on. Okay, here we go. In Florida right now, Florida is, we all, we all knew that uh, Governor DeSantis was basically ignoring that Obama-appointed court order when it came to the masks in school and schools allowing people to mask and, and have vac vaccinations and all that. We already know that Governor DeSantis said, no, this is our state. We've decided, and we're not going to let some hack liberal judge tell us what to do. So, they're moving forward with that. Not only that, Governor DeSantis is turning up the heat even more. He's also, not only is he ignoring that Obama-appointed judge, but he's doubling down and fining any organization, any business, or any individual $5,000 per incident for discriminating on vaccination status. $5,000 per incident. So that means if you run a grocery store. If you want to if you run a grocery store, all right? And five of your employees are asking people their vaccination status, well there's $25,000 in fines just for that one incident that one day alone. So DeSantis is taking a page out of the Democrats book, out of the liberals book. He's going to bankrupt them. He is going to cancel culture them. Because he is going to put such a financial burden on them to follow the law that they will end up following the law. That they will end up following the law. Good job, Ron DeSantis. Great job. Now, <clears throat> let's move on because I got so much to go through. I got papers and papers of stuff to go through here. Let's talk about the seasonal flu for a minute. Shall we? And of course, I'm talking about COVID-19. COVID-19 has been the biggest power grab that we've ever seen in our lives. At least in, in, in my life, I have never seen a power grab quite like what's coming out of COVID-19. Okay? And either way, whatever, whatever way you look at it, if you look at it from the left point of view, or if you look at it from the right point of view, whether you agree with it or whether you don't agree with it, freedoms have been taken because of what happened in Co uh, because of what happened with COVID nineteen, freedoms have been taken, and it's probably one of the most un-American things I've ever seen in forty two years on this earth, or so I thought. Now, all over the country, not just what I'm about to show you, but actually some of you are messaging me the same exact thing that physicians and doctors are telling you that they will not treat you if you do not have the vaccination. If you have chosen not to get that Fauci jab for whatever reason, doctors all over the country are telling people, we're not going to see you anymore. We're not going to treat you anymore. Talk about, from the, from the, from the administration, it was all about America's back, build back better. From the administration, it was talking about now we can actually be united again and heal. 
from the administration that said that we care about you and we care about people. So you have to wear a mask, five masks. You have to be vaccinated because we care about people. Now, this administration is backing doctors who are putting the pressure on people by saying, we're going to be inhumane and we're not going to help you. We are not going to give you any of our services. We're not going to treat you if there's something wrong with you. Nope. We're just going to tell you we don't want anything to do with you and to go find another doctor. This is from the same party, the same people, and they say it's not about politics. But didn't they take an oath? Didn't they take an oath as doctors? Just like soldiers take an oath, just like law enforcement takes an oath, everybody takes an oath to who? To the people. To bettering the people, to saving the people, to protecting the people. And now we have doctors who literally are turning people away because of their choice, whether to be vaccinated or not. Meanwhile, we go after lawyers like Rudy Giuliani and suspend his license just for questioning whether an election was real or not and pushing election fraud uh, audits. They take away his license, but yet we allow these scumbags to keep their license to practice law. I mean, to practice medicine, when that's the furthest thing from what they want to do. They don't want to help anybody. They want to be political. They want to be political. So I'm going to show you some videos about being political. This is a doctor, and this doctor's name is Dr. Linda Maracini. Linda Maracini, Dr. Linda, Linda Maracini, is in Florida. She's based in Florida. And she told NBC that unvaccinated people are not allowed into her office because the um, they pose a real threat to her immunocompromised patients. Here's Dr. Linda Marcini saying just that. I understand people are free to choose, but... To me, it's a problem when it affects other people. Dr. Linda Maricini accepts most types of insurance, but she says she won't treat you in her office if you're not vaccinated from COVID-19. With the Delta variant causing the latest COVID surge, she says she had to make a tough decision for her practice. When it comes to uh, the safety of others, when it comes to it's a global health problem, community health problem, um, at this point, I, I really say that this, this is where it draws a line in the sand for me. The family practice physician based in South Miami sent this letter to her patients saying they will know. Yeah, we don't need to see the letter. We get it. We get it. You're not going to see you're not going you're not going to treat people. You're not going to be hu- you're not going to be human about it. You're not going to care about people. We get it. 100%. Get what you're saying. You're saying that if people don't take this experimental non-approved jab, which I've said it a thousand times, we don't need to go through that again, that you're not going to treat them. We get it. It's all right. I will remind you, though, I will remind you that Israel has a population of which 80% is double vaccinated and boosted and going for their fourth. And the majority of the people in the hospital right now in Israel are double vaccinated. It's happening in the UK. It's happening more and more in the United States of America. And you cannot say that most of the people that are double vaccinated are not in the hospital in Israel when 80% of the population is double vaccinated. It's mathematically not possible to argue that unless you're arguing from the perspective of Common Core. It's not even an argument. And, I, and like I said, it's not just happening on these videos that I'm showing you. People are messaging me, emailing me, texting me, telling me that their own doctors are telling them the same thing and they had to switch doctors. As a matter of fact, I just saw somebody on here that said that the, their son had to switch doctors. All right? And again, folks, I don't know what's going on on Rumble right now, but it looks like the feed is well on Roku. It looks like the feed is well on YouTube. Uh, you'll just have to come back on Rumble. I'm not sure what's happening. They're probably being attacked right now. I'm just going to keep moving along. You guys can watch the rerun afterwards, okay? Um, Let me show you another video. This is from Australia. Now, we know Australia is like the the epicenter of the New World Order, of of, of locking everybody down and taking away their freedoms forever. They're building COVID camps over there, and they're celebrating it. They're putting it on primetime TV. Look at our COVID camps, right? 
got our COVID camps right back there. We're breaking ground today. We're so excited. We're going to shove people in there because we don't want to put them in the hotels. We're going to shove them in the COVID centers. And then, yeah, we'll let them out when we feel like it, basically, is what they're saying. Well, here's more from Australia talking about the same thing. You will no longer be able to get access to the healthcare system. And in the near future, you will no longer be able to participate in the economy at all in Australia. Don't think it can't happen? It's happening over there, and it's coming here next. From a situation where, to protect the health system, we've got everybody locked down, we're going to move to a situation where, to protect the health system, we're going to lock out people who are not vaccinated and can be. If you're making the choice not to get vaccinated, then you're making the wrong choice. You're making the wrong choice. And for safety's sake, and for the back to that point about how much work our nurses have to do, as this becomes absolutely a pandemic of the unvaccinated and we open everything up, it's not going to be safe for people who are not vaccinated to be roaming around the place spreading the virus. That's what they'll be, that's what they'll be doing. So there's every reason, every reason uh, to get vaccinated. And there are appointments available, and there'll be even more appointments available throughout September, October, November. Let's get to those thresholds as fast as we possibly can. But yes, there's going to be a vaccinated economy, and you get to participate that. You get to participate in that if you are vaccinated. Now that's not right now because, of course, there's many more people who want to get vaccinated than we actually can get through the system. But we're going to get to a point where everybody who can get vaccinated will have been offered the chance to do so. And we are not going to have a situation, well, at least not in Victoria, where we lock the whole place down to protect people who won't protect themselves. These go and get vaccinated. There's 11,000 AZ appointments available this week, 2,000 Pfizer appointments available this week. We'll have more to say with those additional stocks coming in from overseas, but I want to run that down to zero so there are no more AstraZeneca appointments, hopefully very soon, and we can order more and we can keep pushing that. I just again remind people, uh, the Prime Minister has written to everybody who's 60 and over and indicated to them that you are eligible for AstraZeneca and if you want Pfizer, then you will be in the queue behind everyone else. That is to say, you'll be in the queue behind 12-year-olds because they can only get Pfizer. That is... That See what these people are getting to, folks? See what they're doing? West Virginia is... They're doing exactly what we said they would do 15 months ago when they called you a... Fox News watching racist conspiracy theorist Republican. Remember when we said, if you don't take this vaccination that's coming out, you won't be able to ride public transportation and they called you an idiot, a liar? Remember when we said that you won't be able to even go into stores or buy things or even participate in the economy and they called you an idiot, a racist, and a liar, and a misinformation super spreader? Remember all that? Coming true. Every single day. But also, what this guy just talked, what this guy was just talking about was complete rubbish. It was complete rubbish. We need you to get vaccinated because it's the only thing that's saving people's lives. But go look at Israel. Like I said, 80%, 80% of the population is triple vaccinated if you count the boosters. And they're the ones that are in the hospital. So does it really even matter? Does it matter? Here's a guy. West Virginia Governor Jim Justice, this guy's been talking about taking the vaccine for the last year. Take it. Do it. Save lives. Save lives here in West Virginia, says Jim J Justice. It's the right thing to do. But then Jim Justice has to come out and swallow his own words. Ready? Check this out. West Virginia is seeing a 26% increase in positive cases of people that are fully vaccinated over the last eight weeks. Read that one more time. West Virginia is seeing a 26% increase in positive cases in people that are fully vaccinated and a 21% increase in breakthrough cases requiring hospitalization for people that are fully vaccinated. We have also seen a 25% increase in deaths of people that are fully vaccinated over the last eight weeks. Now, that's not a 25% increase of, of the total numbers or whatever. It is a 25% increase of deaths of people that are fully vaccinated over the last eight weeks. 
So what does that tell you? West Virginia is so what does that tell you? Now, I will say, granted, when he said 25% increase on deaths as well, that went from four to five. <laughs> so the amount of people that are dying off it is very, 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 very low. Donnie C., yes, I see your message on Rumble. The amount of people that are dying is very, very, very low. But the fact of the matter is, when you have um, 25% of new cases and 25% breakthrough cases and all this, and they are double vaccinated, and 80% of Israel's population is double vaccinated, and they're in the hospital, and people in the UK and all across the United States are double vaccinated, and they're catching it, and in some cases look way weaker than people uh, who have not been vaccinated. My, my only question here is... What is going on? What is going on? It seems to me, judging by all of this, and then judging by the own CDC statistics of what Pennsylvania looks like, cases and deaths, versus what Florida looks like, cases and deaths, it looks almost identical, and in some cases, Pennsylvania's worse. And they're way more strict. So it seems to me, as a regular, everyday, average American who has common sense and who does this for a living every day and researches this stuff 15 hours a day, it seems to me that it doesn't matter matter whether you take it or whether you don't. And in a lot of cases, it looks better for the people who don't take it when they catch it than vice versa. That's what it looks like to me. You tell me. After watching those videos. Now that's a guy, the guy I just showed you, that's a guy who wants you to take the vaccine all the time. That's all he talks about, is you taking the vaccine. <laughs> Un unreal. Unreal. Okay. Let's move on and give the Dum Dum Award of the day. Let's. Where's that Where's that Dum Dum music? Here we go. The Dum Dum Award of the day right there in that swamp donkey bucket is going to go to Merrick Garland in the entire crooked swamp that we know is the Department of Justice. Yes, folks, this abortion heartbeat bill in Texas is causing these people to literally rip their hair out, scream to the sky, ask for anybody in their 50,000 genders to come and save them. They are freaking out, even all the way up to the Department of Justice. Now, even though the Supreme Court has made a ruling on this. Biden's crooked Department of Justice and Merrick Garland have promised to the state of Texas and the heartbeat bill that stops people from killing babies. How are they going to do that? How are they going to do that if the Supreme Court has already ruled on it? Well, here's what they're gearing up to do. Number one, they're going to use this as their next fight to try to stack the Supreme Court. This will be that one thing that they go try to stack the Supreme Court before their billion-dollar industry of killing babies and selling baby parts gets completely blown up, and Roe v. Wade gets overturned. So be on the lookout for not only trillion-dollar stimulus bills and, and, and everything else that they're trying to shove through. Be on the lookout for them trying to stack the Supreme Court. And they're going to keep people like Texas and Florida and any other state that follows suit in this copy-and-paste heartbeat bill, they're going to try to keep them under a microscope and keep them in courts fighting stuff that doesn't even make any sense. They're going to hinder them. They're going to try to do everything they can to stop a state from passing laws in their own state, which they have the full right to do. Same thing they're going to do when they start going and canvassing once these election forensic audit fraud uh, cases continue to move forward. And now we have to move to the canvassing part of it. Then they're going to do the same thing there. They can't stand losing, but they're losing it in a phenomenal rate because you can't beat God. You just can't. The back of the shirt says you might as well join him. And that's what they might. That's what they ought to do because they're not going to win. They're not going to win in all this. Okay. So I figured that we'd go to the best part of today's show. I want to go to Planned Parenthood's Twitter account. Let's do that real quick, shall we? Let me. Uh, I want to pull. I want. I want to pull this Twitter account up so that you guys can see it large with nothing in the way. All right. Here we go. I'm going to pull. I'm going to push this over. This is Planned Parenthood's Twitter page. All right, now this is starting on September 1st. Check this out. Your abortion is your business. No one else's. Politics has no place in your personal health care decisions. Well, that's weird. That's weird. Okay, let's keep reading. This is a red alert moment for sexual and reproductive rights. Take actions. But let's read this. Politics has no place in your most personal health care Decisions. You know what's funny about that? Planned Parenthood has already jumped on the bandwagon as a big advocate for you to take the vaccine because it saved lives. 
It saves lives. But it just said politics is no place has no place in your most personal health care decisions. So which is it, Planned Parenthood? Which is it? Now here's something else I wanted to take you back to this page for. They're called Planned Parenthood, right? And they talk, They say, well, abortion is just 10% of what we do, or 5% of what we do. We are actually out there to help with STDs and help people with preventative you know, sex and this, that, and the other. And abortion is just 10% of what we do. Okay. Okay, let's take you at your word, but let's go to your let's go to your Twitter feed real quick. Let's look at this real quick. Here's your Twitter feed. This is September first. This is all about abortion, right? Let's move up. Oh, look, more Texans are gathering throughout the state in support of each other and our right to kill babies. We will not be silent. Bans off our bodies. Really? Wow, that's weird. Bans off our bodies. That's their hashtag, huh? Okay. Well, let's move up to the next day. Oh, this is still the same day. Vice President Kamala Harris. Today, a new law takes effect in Texas that directly violates the precedent established in the landmark case of Roe v. Wade. This is an all-out assault on reproductive health. Effectively bans abortions for the nearly 7 million... Oh, no. Okay, let's move up again. The next story. Oh, look. More abortion. More abortion stories. Look at this. Oh, Congresswoman Nikema Williams says... The abortion ban ru- will ruin lives. <laughs> Nobody cares. The abortion ban will actually save lives. It will save little helpless innocent babies' lives, as well as it will save the lives of people who didn't understand the value of life until they had a child. It will turn their lives around too, and it will save their lives as well. She says it punishes women, specifically women who look like me. What does that mean? You're busted. What are you talking about? Look like you. Oh, you. Oh, now you're injecting race into... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Congress must act now to protect the reproductive rights of people. Every zip code by passing the Women's Health Protection Act. Okay, let's move on. You know, for a, for a, for a business whose 10% of their business is abortion, it seems like that's all they care about, right? Well, here's the next day. The Supreme Court has ignored 50 years of precedent by allowing abortion to become nearly impossible for patients to access in Texas. The impact of this heinous abortion ban... Heinous? Heinous? You can't use that word, dummy. Can be un- can't, can't be understated. We'll never stop fighting. Okay, next one. Next. Oh, look at that. Still abortion. Abortions. Abortions. Oh, look at abortion. Oh, oh, there's Biden. The Supreme Court's ruling overnight is an unprecedented assault on constitutional rights. Oh, isn't that the same exact word for word that your Kamala Harris said? Well, that's weird. All right. Uh, complete strangers will now be empowered to inject themselves in the most private of healthcare decisions. You mean like vaccines that are experimental? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The law does not even allow exceptions in cases of rape or incest. No, because we're all God's children and we all should get a chance of living. But let's keep moving. Oh, look at that. Have you donated to the Texas Abortion Fund yet? Here's all the people that want your money to kill babies. Let's move on. Oh, look. More. Planned Parenthood affiliates are suing. Oh, yes. Abortion. Abortion. Look. Abortion. Abortion. Texas. Abortion. 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 I'm just going through, folks. 10% of its business on abortion. It seems to just keep going. Oh, look. Here's Cecile Richards. This is a female Hitler. This is worse than a female Hitler. This is a woman who not only has killed more people than Hitler has, but has been in uh, self, uh, s- babies who can't even defend themselves. Many years ago, I chose to have an abortion. Oh, good for you. I wasn't the survivor of rape or, my, or incest. My life wasn't at risk. I was simply a mom of three kids and had become unexpectedly pregnant. I had an abortion in Texas and went on to live my life. No dramatic story. No shame, just the facts. Um, guess who didn't get to go on and live their life and not be able to tell their story and have you live in shame because of it, just because of the facts? A defenseless little baby, that's who. But look it, we can just keep scrolling, folks. I can just scroll slow so you can see. There is nothing on their Twitter page whatsoever that has anything to do with anything other than abortion. Want to tell me again how they are... Uh, a company that relies on other things as far as income rather than abortions? So it looks like to me that's all they rely on is abortions. Meanwhile, they're taking a stance and telling you to get vaccinated because you save lives. Folks. Blah, 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 blah.
You just can't make this stuff up anymore. But you know who they can't beat? <laughs> and it looks like God is having himself a double helping of winning lately. <laughs> oh, by the way, we spoke about Kamala Harris there for a minute. Yesterday I asked you, where in the world is Kamala Harris? Kind of like, where's Waldo? Or where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? We know she's not at the border. We know she's not in Afghanistan. We know she's not in Connecticut. We know she's not in D.C. Where is Kamala Harris? We found her, folks. Never fear. Never fear. We found Kamala Harris. Don't fret. Kamala Harris is not lost. No. Guess where she actually is? She's actually in California. Gearing up to help Gavin Newsom campaign. That's weird. If he has it in the bag so easily, and if they're cheating so much in California, then please tell me why Kamala Harris is campaigning there for him. Please tell me why that the Democrats have already planted the seeds to say that they need to do a full forensic audit of all election equipment after this is done. <laughs> Woo! God is winning. And that is where Kamala Harris is. She's campaigning with gruesome Newsom. Mm, talk about... To Satanists, because that's exactly what they are. Oh, by the way, speaking of Satan, isn't it weird that Joe Biden chimed in on this whole Planned Parenthood thing when he's such a devout Catholic? Hopefully Kamala Harris will stay in California forever and never, and never uh, resurface again. Uh, I want to sh show you, I want to end the show today, guys, on a video... That might just give you a little bit of an encouragement. If you're going through something similar to this at your job, and you're being told that if you don't take the vaccine, that you will be fired or quit. Um, I thought this was a pretty incredible video from a woman who did just that. She exercised her right to quit. Now, while I say you should probably just go ahead and get fired and not just all out quit because then you can't you know, sue them later or reap any uh, unemployment, um, this lady took a stand, and she thought this would be the best thing for her to do. So let me remove anything that's obstruction, anything that's obstructing the view here. I want you to see the video in its entirety. Watch this young lady. And it's sad. It's sad what she actually has to go through. Check it out. Someone who kind of knows the situation just came up and told me best of luck and yeah, just got done crying. So, two hours until I quit my job. I have my plants ready and <laughs> my box ready. One hour until I quit my job. 30 minutes until I quit my job. Trying to figure out um, the appropriate email, I guess, explaining why I'm quitting my job um, to send to my employer. Okay, so I made sure that there was no names or any company information on here. Um, but it basically says that in response to the firm's recent COVID policy, I have decided it's in my best interest to resign from my position at secretary, as secretary effective immediately. Um, and unfortunately, employees were not given... Um, better options than the ones given, and I can't. I cannot allow myself to work for a company that is impeding on my medical freedom of choice. A man without principle is a man without purpose. Mm. Um, to all others in this firm who are true believers in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, you are not alone, and hold the line. Truly free, Elizabeth Sanchez. All right, got to press send in just a minute. Got to address it again to to everyone that it's going to go to. All right. It's happening. All right, and just like that, my desk is clean, my box is ready to go, and I'm out of here. Uh, so yeah, I feel good. Of course, a little scared. Um, the fact that I am leaving this corporate job where I was getting paid, you know, pretty freaking good. Um, but this is just something that I... I just have to stand up for her and I'm, I refuse to get the vaccine and I refuse to wear a mask sitting at my desk for eight hours. Um, also having to take a COVID test twice a week. So I'm out and off to the next adventure. Okay, literally 
will be here, that's for sure. Now, hold on. I want to, uh, first off, I want to say that um, whether somebody decides they are going to walk out on their own or get fired, that's completely up to them. I would say get fired, but maybe they don't want to. Maybe they want to walk out with their head held high and say, you know what, I wasn't going to be a part of this. Maybe we, maybe they maybe they don't need unemployment. Maybe they don't need to sue this company later. It's all up to a person's individual uh, status. That's courage right there. And I respect that. And that's inspiring to me. That's inspiring to me what she did. And like she said, I'm, it's scary. I don't know what I'm going to do. I have a great career here. Make good money. But I'm not a man without purpose. A man without principle is a man without purpose, she said. What a great saying. I haven't heard that in years. Now, I do want to address something. I saw somebody talking about the Sandy Hook thing where they said, I live in Sandy Hook and it wasn't a hoax. Well, I don't believe it was a hoax either. That's not what I'm saying. I know that Alex Jones got um, canceled because he said it was a hoax. What I'm saying is knowing everything that you know about the uh, federal government, knowing everything you know about the swamp right now, knowing everything you know about big tech, and knowing everything you know about fake news media, isn't it plausible or possible that it was at least initiated and set up by the government? That is the false flag people are talking about. When people say false flag, they're not meaning it didn't happen. They're meaning that it was preempted that something caused it other than some crazy kid just going in there because it seems to be weird how they come in bunches and they already have shirts made up and legislation created and bills to pass and caravans of people moving places protesting things it's just odd so that's when people say false flag that's what they're really talking about okay not that it didn't happen that it was a that it was a calculated strategy like kind of like january 6th unfortunately with people's lives and that's what they even go back to 9-11 with so that is what people are talking about. Not that it didn't happen, that what caused it to happen. And it's really weird that these attorneys don't want to hand over this stuff because I think a lot of this stuff is going to point to really who might have been involved. And we know the FBI has been in some weird stings for a long time. But again, back to this woman. I don't want to end the show without giving her her props because what she did was courage, took courage. And what are people going to do? When they can't get people to work for them, and the people that they do have to work for them leave, companies are going to crumble. Is this all part of the plan as well? Pretty odd. But anyway, folks, I don't know what happened with Rumble today, but it seems like it's working again. Please don't let that um, dissuade you from going back and watching the replay. It will be there. And I will be back tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Oh, another question i got to answer. People say... What happened to the scrolling uh, words at the bottom? How come they went away? Well, the reason why I'm only going to have the scrolling words where you can see all the you know what's going on with the stories today and know where to send gifts in the morning show because in the evening show I have to leave that bottom part blank so it will fit the format of Real America's Voice TV. That is why. So that's the reason why I ended up doing that. I know I never explained that before, but I'm going to keep it up in the morning show because the morning show does not go to RAV. And I can go as long as I want, and I can run what I want at the bottom. So that's why, in case you were wondering. Anyway, folks, let's just say it. There are right ways, and there are wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Go check out your You Can't Beat God t-shirts. And this week we'll have the new Hand Over Your Heart t-shirts and a restocked 3%er t-shirt all for you. God bless you guys. See you at 5 p.m. And don't forget to spread the gospel whenever you get a chance to today. All right? All right, folks. See you later. Have a